0: I mean, it's literally been a complete and total learning curve for me, but I've become the be all end all pretty much for these people of, hey, we don't really want to do that. So you do it. Okay, I can do that. I know how to do that. I can handle that. So that's where where it went from beginning to end, where we are now.
1: All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Short-Term Rental Secrets podcast. I am your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and co-host, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's going on, E? How are you guys? I am fantastic, buddy. What is new in your world before we get into it today?
2: Yeah, so just coming off a season for us down here, as our South Florida people know, that we have a high season and a low season. So March is the last of our busy season month. So now we're really, really focused on recapturing all of our guests for next year. And uh, this is the time that you get the question of, so you are going to reduce the price if I come back next year? And then all you got to do is just smile and look at them. I'm like, no, but I won't raise it. And then just have that awkward moment of silence where you're just kind of like both laughing, but neither one is really laughing. And you're just like, yeah, okay, so you're going to sign this or what's going on? But, um, yeah, we had a great season. My team, all the kinks have been worked out. Um, this was my 10th season. Um, so all the kinks have been worked out. My turnovers, I have, like, uh, the ghost of, like, past Christmases when i look at, like, our old, like, turnovers where we had to do, like, 14, 15, 16-unit turnovers in, like, 24 hours. And me and Tasha would work, like, 19 hour days <laughs> this year all of our turnovers were extremely smooth so I'm super grateful to have the people around me that I that I have now
1: I love that that's awesome yeah man.
2: yeah what about you man what's what's going on we've been
1: we've been Working running around man. it's a, a, a lot of good stuff we closed on the hotel uh in the middle of renovations on that um The cool thing is when you buy a hotel, you also buy the list of all the past guests. So we got a list of about 1500 people that have gone to this place for years. Um, And obviously we're putting a bunch of money into it, refreshing the whole thing, upgrading pretty much everything in this place. Um, But we sent out an email blast and for the last three days my team has been behind computers just processing reservations before the place is even done, which is great. So it feels nice to start collecting some of that revenue now you know while we're putting money into it so that's been super exciting and yeah. uh, i've got about seven more listings in the works behind that with another three potential behind that so it's been yeah. uh, a crazy couple of weeks but su- all good stuff super exciting so
2: awesome awesome and i'm super excited about our guest today yeah miss danny
1: <laughs> yeah yeah danny oh man we uh we are pumped we've known danny for a couple of years now she is a total Lady boss in the vacation rental space. She has grown uh, in so many ways. Her business is booming right now. She's a wealth of knowledge, and uh, we're super grateful to have her here. So, without further ado, let us welcome Danny Fatizi to the show. What's up, Danny?
0: Hi, you guys. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
1: Mm, it's yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah. So, Danny, you want to give everybody kind of the the two minute rundown of of your background and you know how you got into the business and where you are now?
0: Sure thing. Yeah. So um, I'm located in St. Augustine, Florida, which is about 45 minutes South of Jacksonville. I don't know how to turn off these notifications on my computer. So if you guys are hearing dings, I apologize. Um, So we're about 45 minutes South of Jacksonville, 40 or so minutes North of Daytona. And we are in like this cute little coastal beach town that has become explosive in a tour from a tourism perspective. We got named by national geographic, Uh, Top 10 places, one of the top 10 places in the world to see Christmas lights. So Mm -hmm. we have about 8 million tourists come through our little town every year. And it's growing. Like the statistics year over year are higher and higher of how many people are actually coming through here. So we are exploding right now with not only hotels, but everyone wants to get into the short-term rental industry here as well. Um, It's actually caused some issues related to zoning and municipalities trying to get involved. And so Florida, I'm sure, you know, is having at the state level right now, some very interesting regulation that's trying to get shoved through to try to uh, alleviate some of the home rule surrounding uh, short-term rentals and what municipalities can and cannot dictate. So um, that's a little background on my area, but me, I, uh, I actually started about five years ago, Jumping into what I really, really wanted to do, I was serving tables and bartending for a long time. And I knew, I always knew that I was destined for something big and to do something very significant. I just didn't know what it was. And I moved to New York for a couple of years, served tables there, killed myself making six figures a year just to spend every penny I was making in Manhattan. And I moved home to St. Augustine and i decided that i was going to self-educate on real estate investing and do everything in my power to get involved in real estate investing in some way and i knew that i loved vacation rentals as an idea but i didn't really know how to get involved in that or or whatever but i just knew i wanted to be in real estate so i got on bigger pockets i got i picked up every book i could get my hands on and then over time i got really really good at just understanding real estate investing like all aspects of real estate investing found myself at the right table at the right lunch at the right time with the right people. And, uh, I was just sort of, you know, shooting it back and forth with them. And they were like, how, do you, how do you know what we're even talking about? Like, how, how are you finishing these sentences? Who are you? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, this is a passion of mine. And they were like, you have to come work for us. So I was able to go to work actually for some of the most, um, active real estate investors here in my area who owned their own vacation rentals. And I also got to go to work for Jake and Gino, who are very uh, well-known multifamily or multifamily investors. Um, they had actually, one of them had just moved to St. Augustine just at the same time. So, oh, so this
2: was an actual table. Like you were actually at like at waiting like. at the table or like at like eating with them or like, I was what?
0: eating with them. I was yeah. eating with them. Yeah. I was bigger pocket.
2: So you found their own bigger pocket.
0: No, no. I was actually just there with a friend of mine and her stepmom. And her stepmom was uh, in a relationship at the time with one of the most um, active investors here who was getting an office with Gino Barbara, who was moving to Florida and was in the process of moving to Florida. And I was able to go to work for some of... The, yeah, some of the What movies. a crazy in, fucking world. For me, it was like yeah. we're going to work like fangirling over a celebrity. I was like, are you yeah. serious right now? Yeah. I get to work for Gino. So I got to do <laughs> podcast editing for him. That was really cool. And, yeah. uh, and work with him in the office. And wow. I was also given by some of these investors. They just didn't want to manage their own rentals. So they passed them off to me and they were like, figure it out. <laughs> And you did. And I did. But yeah. I, I learned everything just literally by getting thrown in and having to figure it out. So that's been kind of hard. I've learned a lot of hard lessons yeah. Uh, as I as I just stumbled around kind of trying to learn it. But I ended up in the industry that I had wanted to be mm-hmm. in, you know? Those are kind of uh,
2: awesome, though. Like, yeah. I, I was starting to, you know what I think about? You know where you have the, like, James Bond kind of movie and the, like, villain guys trying to, like, hit him? And he like just keeps laughing every time he hits him, and he hits him harder and harder. And James Bond just like laughs at it.
0: Uh-huh. That's
2: how I look at like hard lessons now. It's just like no matter what comes through, I just kind of laugh because I'm like, dude, we've we've been through this. You know what I mean? Like we've right. been through losing money, getting the wrong thing, fucking up with clients, all mm-hmm. of it. Mike, I don't know if we're gonna drop f bombs, but I've already started. So I was gonna be like, stop. oh my
0: god, can I drop an f bomb on this?
1: Yeah, show? <laughs> we can not stop we'll, we'll, now. We'll make a cool bleep sound in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. in the okay, editing. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, I, I love that. And I just want to reiterate on one point that you made, Danny. So y- you took action to get educated first. You identify what you wanted. You went and got educated. And then you, a lot of people say, oh, she got lucky. She was in the right place at the right time. No, she was prepared when that opportunity came. That's right. If she hadn't been doing the homework and she sat down and was clueless, they wouldn't have been like, oh, wow, this, this girl's smart. Like we should give her a job. That would have never happened if you didn't take the action to get educated and prepared.
0: It was a really difficult time. Educating myself on that was like, it was a huge learning curve, number one. And of course there's always stuff to learn. I don't know everything about real estate investing, but I learned enough at that moment that when I did show up in that place and I was with those people, it was just like, it was was absolutely manifested. Like I manifested that moment, you know? Mm, I love that. That's cool. Yeah.
2: So from that moment to where you are, where you are now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: where are you now? Like where, where does, what does your so, life look like?
0: Yes. So uh, it went from managing some friends, you know, people I work for investors uh, really, or excuse me, vacation rentals, just a couple here and there freelance, and also working as a 1099 employee for a whole bunch of other people and bartending. And I was doing a whole bunch of things to, That snowballed from, hey, Danny's really good at this. You should probably look into it. If you're going to buy a vacation rental, you should probably talk to Danny about maybe managing and booking it for you. And then that conversation happened again and again with other people's friends and family. And it went from two units to where I'm at now, which is 32 units. And I don't own any of them. That's a dream and a goal to have, you know, vacation rentals all over the world one day where I can just go and be and, and then, you know when they're, I'm not there, they make me some money. But um, I went from managing two units to 32 units in two years. Wow, on Tuesday. (laughs) I
1: love that. And that's that's the biggest thing that I try to get across to people is like, you don't need money to quote unquote, invest in real estate. Like you have essentially built up a portfolio of 32 units that pay you every single month that you don't own. Right, like you did that with none of your own capital. You just studied, got good at a skill set, learned over time, and then you just continued to generate leads because you got results for people. Like you didn't have to go in with deep pockets or go out there and, you know, quote unquote, beg for money from people to try and raise capital for all these deals. It didn't work that way.
0: Uh, Yeah. I went from just delivering really, really good service. I think that was the whole thing was being able to say like, hey, I can be, I can, I can fill in these gaps for you. Everything from booking it to literally like getting the trash to the street, filing county tax forms, state tax forms, um, managing complaints, managing happy guests, retargeting for, you know, bringing them back to book again, creating a website, listing those. I mean, it's literally been a complete and total learning curve for me, but I've become the be all end all pretty much for these people of, hey, we don't really want to do that. So you do it. Okay, I can do that. I know how to do that. I can handle that. So that's where, that's where it went from beginning to end where we are now.
1: I was just going to say, so how does that work? Just for people that don't aren't familiar with this. So you're call it a co-host property manager, whatever you want to call it. So how does that work from a percentage and what does your deal structure look like just to give a little bit more context for people?
0: Sure. So yeah, I am, I am the property manager. So that's, you know, that is exactly my title. And um, I work with people, and I, I have a different structure. So because there are so many companies in my area that are larger, they're state level, or they're even international in some cases, um, you don't really get, as the owner in most of those, with those other companies, the ability to mold and, and pick and choose, almost like a choose-your-own-adventure of of how you want your property managed. A lot of these companies offer a one size fits all contract at this rate, no negotiation. uh, And that is not how I do things. I like to have a partnership with my owners. I think that's really a huge part of what sets me apart and what uh, makes them really happy to continue working with me is that they don't have to do it all. They don't have to opt into everything. They don't have to pay one flat rate, whether they, you know, need these services or not. I have a range of services and they can say, Hey, you know what, actually we live next door. So I'll take the trash in the street, Danny. I don't really need that service. I can just do it when I'm doing my own trash. So I am open to being a little bit flexible to with, with my clients and what their needs are which I think they really appreciate too. I'm, I'm digging in and saying, what are your needs, you know, and how can I fill those needs for you? Some people want full service. They don't want to touch their property. They don't want to hear about it. Just drop the money in my account at the end of the month, Danny. I don't want to hear about it, you know. <laughs> and those people, I, you know, I love those relationships too because they, they do just kind of let me do what I do best. And they're, they trust me. And it feels good to have that trust. Mm. Yeah. So there's a range, there's a range of commission structures that I offer, but it just it really depends on how much work am I putting in? What's fair to me? And if they're putting in some of the work, what's fair to them, you know?
2: Hmm. That's super interesting, right? Because it always reminds me of one thing that Rock, um, one of our mentors, really, right? All of us, Mm -hmm. Rock Talman always says, he who is most flexible, she, in this case, who's most flexible wins. And I think a lot of the time when we're trying to break into something, we take what's average and we just want to do it that way. Mm. But then sometimes it doesn't work. So until you're able to be flexible, you got to give a little bit before something happens. Yeah.
0: It's very true. I think people are really attracted to the model that I'm offering. I think that makes, they, they don't feel like they're just another can on my shelf. You know what I mean? They feel like they're in a partnership with me, which I think is so attractive to them.
2: Yeah. So, have you had any regrets from being over-flexible? Because that's something that has happened to me in the past. That I, like I've tried to overgive and like learned it, learned it the hard way. So, for those people that are like, "Oh yeah, don't do what Denny does. I'm just gonna be super flexible." Has there been a like little like? Now that you like look back, you're like, okay, I'll never do this again.
0: Uh, Yeah. I had those (laughs) moments. Uh, You know, there was actually a neighbor of mine who they they designed their own short-term rental and they didn't involve me in the process at all, which obviously was fine. I wasn't even really around for most of it. And then, you know, about six months into self-managing, they decided that they wanted to hire a manager. And she reached out to me and she was like, will you come, you know, take a look at the, at the property, tell me what you think. And it turned into this like take, 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 take relationship where like all of a sudden they had signed me up to like collect their mail. They had signed me up to like prepare their home for a hurricane. And like, I wasn't getting paid for any of these. These aren't services that I have like listed, you know, are Hmm. we, am I willing to work something out for people who are willing to, Pay for that value that I'm bringing, absolutely. But these people were not willing to pay for that value, and I said yes, and we went into the contract. We started to, you know, it was very difficult. I was micromanaged every step of the way. My team was micromanaged every step of the way, and it didn't feel like a good fit. So we actually did part ways, and that was my first client that I did part ways with, and I no longer manage for. But it's been Uh, on the flip side, very nice to have sort of that control back on on my end, you know, to not be like, wow, I feel like we're stepping on eggshells with this person 24 seven, you know, and and be able to maintain the friendship of my, with my neighbor beyond that, you know?
2: Yeah. That's awesome. So is there a new system that has come in place or a new level of like boundaries service that has come from that learning experience?
0: Yes. In fact, I sat down with my uh, contract lawyer again last week and I was like, you know, there's some, there's some things I'd like to add <laughs> to this. You know, there are limitations on certain things. Uh, I can't just, yes, I can bend over backwards, but only so much, you know, and I, I want to bend over backwards. Like, it's there, there are relationships that I have that I want to do like everything for these people. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so good to me. The relationship is so mutually beneficial and they appreciate me so much and I appreciate them and I'm willing to bend over backwards. Like you need me to do something at the drop of a hat. I will do it for you. Um, and that's kind of the foundation on which my, my company was, was founded was being able to be that the all end all person for them and that they can rely on. Um, but yeah you you definitely hit on on a a recently learned you know <laughs> difficult thing for me that uh you know you cannot there's only so much giving before I can't be responsibly there for all my other clients too
2: yeah, 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 because that's your responsibility right like your exactly. fiduciary responsibility is for you to be present for all your clients in the same way
0: absolutely sense. absolutely yeah.
1: so how going back from going from two units to 32 units. What is your, what are your systems and your team look like now as compared to back then? Right. Cause that's constantly changing. So I'd love to hear some of the yeah. details of that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, originally it was just me freelance kind of learning the systems, learning the third party platforms like Airbnb, VRBO, things like that. Didn't have a website. Um, I was just learning. It was just me. And then um, about a year ago, I had, I think I'd gotten myself up to about 12 units and I was starting to freak out. I was starting to get really (laughs) like, I was freaking out, like to the point where I would be walking my dogs in the morning and I I would be like having a panic attack, like while I was walking them, like, there's so much coming at me. There was like a 27 room bed and breakfast in Jacksonville that I was being offered management on. And I was like, who is like, not one single person on earth can handle all of this. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And mm. I came home and I sat down on the couch, like with my head in my hands and uh, Jessie, who actually lives with me, she's been a long, long, long time friend. Um, and she's kind of like, well, we're very similar in a lot of ways. She came out of her room and saw me on the couch like that. And she was like, are you, are you okay? And I was like, no, no, I'm not okay. And she was like, well, what do you need? And at the time I was so in my hamster wheel that I didn't mm. even know what I needed. I couldn't even tell her what I needed. And she was like, okay, well let's ju- let me just follow you around today. Because I think if I see what you're doing, I can probably be like, is that something you could give to me to do? And I was like, that's great, let's do that. Because I'm very similar to you, Ian, in that I'm very like, I can see way out there where we're going, mm-hmm. but I can't necessarily figure out, like it's very difficult for me to sit down and go, okay, what's step A through Z that gets us there? you Mm -hmm. know it's really hard for me to compartmentalize like that i'm just going 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 and doing 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 and the minutiae build up and build up and takes so much time that i don't necessarily get anywhere at the end of the day i've done so much when i hit the pillow but what have i really done Mm -hmm. right like what have i done to move things forward to move the needle forward and to build more success have i just Mm -hmm. ran around all day doing little things for everybody or am i building success and growing so she was huge so first she started part-time and really it was really helping with like uh, scheduling cleaners, keeping all that straight, messaging, uh, guest messaging, things like that. Like things I knew I could give her that she'd be good at because she actually managed a bed and breakfast for a while. So she, she knew how to do certain things. And about six months later, she was full-time with me. I like bought her out of her job to help to have her full-time with me because she was just that important and that valuable. And brought so much value to me. So I you know, I was like, you know what? You know who told me to do it was Austin Linney. He was like, Danny, I think that girl needs to be full-time with you. And I think you need to find a way to fit it in your budget. And I was like, you, you know what? This is really miserably uncomfortable, but you're right. Like, I was so annoyed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it's been the best thing I ever did. And at the same time, I hired a... Another part-time, she's more of a VA. She used to be here with us, but moved to Michigan. So she was uh, here originally, but now she's a full-time VA. She handles all of my cleaners, everything related to cleaning, even like even from that far away, she still handles it all. She takes she watches all their videos before they leave, makes sure everything is in place. They have to open every drawer, they have to open the refrigerators, literally give her a full tour of the house before um they're allowed to leave and she either okay's it or she says, Nope, you gotta go back and do that again. So um So how
2: how does that sorry to interrupt you, how yeah. does that work? Is that an actual like FaceTime call or, or how does that
0: Nope. They walk the property and they take a video and they send it to her. Um, They don't do FaceTime, although that's probably an interesting thing I should look into is having them actually just FaceTime. But, um, but yeah, so they, they send a video, they take staging pictures. They have to follow along with the staging pictures that I've created. So a lot of them take their iPads to the house and they just set them up and they scroll through the pictures and they make sure every single thing is exactly how, You know, I've created it, and we have a Google Drive folder for every property. And in that property property folder is everything: the cleaning checklist, the staging photos, um, expectations, deep clean checklists, everything. So they have it just for that property. There's all that property-specific information right there. That's
2: awesome. So you do all of that. You take the pictures, then they go on on a file, and then every cleaner gets access to that file. And then she's like, okay, how do I want this living room to look? Should they go in there and they see your picture of mm-hmm. the living room and they just kind of put themselves in the same spot, look at it. And it's like, okay, I need to fluff that pillow, do this, and then that's it.
0: Exactly.
1: That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So that's they, when you graduate yeah. from a, a side hustle to a business, when you start mm-hmm. creating systems, bringing up yeah. employees, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. growing.
2: Yep. That's very funny because I, my stuff <laughs> – I have my team and my team has been with me for so long that, and I know that they care. So I don't do any of that. Right. Like my team goes in it and then it's to their own level of them kind of checking it. And then it's just, they've become great at it. That's so good. It's very interesting for me to think about the fact of like, but I've also, I have my core team and they do all of our units.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, see, I have eight cleaners, actually wow. nine, nine cleaners. And so it's very hard if I don't have someone dedicated to that quality control to mm-hmm. keep every single person on my yeah. level. You know what I mean? On the level of expectation that I have for them, which is pretty much perfection, but I understand, yeah. you know, it's going to be perfect, but we do so, our best.
1: So, uh, Sorry, Mark, go for it. I want to go back real quick because – to give folks kind of the 30,000 foot view. Cause a lot of people listen and like, Oh my God, that sounds like so much work. I don't know if I could handle that. But when you have say one to five units, it's completely manageable to mm-hmm. just have some systems. So why don't we talk about that real quick in just a second of what systems we use for automation. Cause I know you and I have talked about that a bunch over yes. the years. Um, I always say to outsource your cleaning, unless you're building a cleaning company or you're, you are physically not cleaning like you as the owner of the business are not physically cleaning. Mm -mm. But just having really good cleaners that care and having controls like you just talked about and Mm -mm. not just the checklist, and I love you brought that up, but like I call it my cleaning manual. Like there's photos of how I want everything to look at every property that they have to follow and Mm -hmm. check it off. And we have the quality control inspections, all that. So from going back to somebody who might be new or thinking about getting in the game, what systems were you using back then and then kind of how has that evolved to now?
0: Uh, in the beginning, it was me sort of flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, I, I feel like we can all relate. Uh, and it went from my first cleaner was really more of a Molly made type mm-hmm. of cleaner. So she came in and she was used to doing floors, kitchens, things of that nature not any laundry um it just was a different type of job than she was used to doing and so it was a learning experience for me because i was like hey i really need you to do this and she was having a hard time kind of building that into her routine every time mm-hmm. she would do the cleans so what i realized was got to stop hiring people who don't know how to do a hotel type turnover yeah and that was a huge thing for me so yeah. Since then, it's been, if you do not have experience in a hotel type of turnover or you've never done a vacation rental clean before and you don't have tenure in this area, I'm sorry, this isn't the job for you. They mm-hmm. have to understand that it, it is literally every single item in the house has to be touched. Everything. Not wow. one single thing does not get touched in the house. That everything. has so much value. Yeah, I mean, every yeah. blind, every curtain, every everything. Uh, everything. every
2: lamp needs to be actually lifted from the side table. And everything sweep underneath it
0: yes yeah. you have to pull out the yeah. dining room chairs you have to get <laughs> under the dining room table you can't just sweep or vacuum around the dining room table yeah. everything has to be touched every plant has to be gone through to see if it has a dead leaf remove the dead leaf you know it's like it's it's down to the nittiest grittiest little things you know a hair on the shower wall Mm-mm. no 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 So, like, we have to be very, very specific and careful about what we, when we're hiring, are you a detail-oriented person? If I came to your house right now, what would it look like? Are you anal retentive? If you are, this is the job for you. You know, that's how I am now. Like, Mm -hmm. we have to have certain qualities that make the cut. And the others just unfortunately don't because they don't have that eye. They don't have that mindset coming in and like eagle eye status of like, okay, before I leave this property, I need to do another walkthrough to make sure that I haven't missed anything. Take Mm -hmm. the time, slow down, really do it because that's what you're getting paid to do. That's why you get paid so much more to be a vacation rental cleaner. That's why, because it is so much more work.
1: It is Mm -hmm. so much more
0: time we don't want you rushing. We don't want you in and out in two hours for a job that should have taken four. Sorry. It's a four-hour hmm. job.
1: Hmm. So what that other is tools point. are you using beyond the cleaning, right? So <clears throat> I think when you and I first met, you were still answering some stuff manually, and I was like, you are out of your mind. I don't know you
0: were like, Danny, wow. <laughs> you got to stop that. Yeah, cut that out.
1: So what to, what types of tools now? So just to give folks context, I always like to look at the business kind of holistically, right? So you've mm-hmm. got kind of your customer acquisition, which is essentially like your own website or when you're getting started, quite frankly, I was on Airbnb alone for like a year and a half and that yeah. gave me plenty of business, right? Mm-hmm. I always look at that like the training wheels for this business.
2: Yep. It's easy,
1: mm-hmm. it's user-friendly. Then as you add more platforms, okay, then you need a system to manage them all together. So you've got your customer acquisition, but then you have... I guess call it customer support. So all of the messages, like if you don't have processes and systems or automation for that, that becomes a full-time job.
0: 100%.
1: And then you have the turnover and maintenance type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I I try and bucket things into those types of categories.
0: So right now we're actually, uh, we've contracted with Guesty. Okay. Okay. So that's gonna be a really big change for me. We've created a lot of proprietary systems as we've gone through this first couple of years. And uh, you know, I've been kind of looking for like one a one fits all, like one size fits all solution to a lot of these things. And I looked into Guesty and I was like, this is the move. This is the move. So it's n- it's we'll not- talk
1: offline because that's what I'm using now.
0: Okay, cool. That's good. I-, I want as much kind of like insight into it as I can get. So I'm still learning that one too. But this is, this is kind of like my time to go from using my proprietary systems. They've worked. But if I want to continue scaling, which I absolutely do, uh, I have to start automating a lot of other things. And this for me is going to be huge. So I can actually take my full-time assistant and my part-time assistant and move them into even bigger Better things. So um, I don't know if your listeners are really aware of what Guesty is, but um, it's it's everything from, you know, let's say you get a booking, it automatically creates an event, and it's going to send that event out to all of the cleaners on your roster so that they can choose to take that clean, and you can include. you can attach things like the checklist and things like that. So this Google Drive thing that I've been doing, although it's worked great so far, it's going to be more of an... It's going to take so much of this you know, day-to-day minutiae off of my hands. Um, it's, a, it's an inbox for all of your different channels in one place. So you're no longer signing into here, signing into there, checking inboxes from all different places. Um, everything's in one. You can also add your listings to many, many more channels and manage all of that from there and being, be able to edit something on a listing in Guesty, and it'll disseminate the information to all of the channels so that you're not going, Oh crap, I forgot to update VRBO that, you know, we've added a pack and play. I did it on Airbnb, but I forgot to do it on VRBO and you know, things like that. So this is going to be, it's going to, it's going to take so much off of my plate and my, my brain. I feel like my brain is in constant overdrive. So, you know, I, I, I want to focus on growing. I don't want to focus on, you know, the, these things that can be just easily created, into a it's a, a an automated system they need to be in an automated system mm.
1: yeah i love, love that it. e what were you guys to say
2: no i was gonna say how does that work for your clients so do you pass on that as as a fee to your client you can make money on that fee or is that kind of just say i'm passing it to you exactly how i'm getting it or is that included in your management services
0: you know, you just struck a chord because I'm actually in the middle of deciding what this is going to look like right now. I I have 12-month contracts with all of my owners, Mm -hmm. so I would not be able to. If I decided to roll it into um, the cost, like a a technology fee, Mm -hmm. if you will, for them to pay on top of my monthly commission, I would not be able to really do that until those renewals happen in June. So it's something I'm actually working on right now is deciding... Is this is this a business cost that I cover? Which Got
2: means,
0: it. is for people that
2: don't know, how much does gasy cost?
0: Uh, so it, there's two tiers. You can either do the uh, the, the full technology platform comes. Uh, for fifty five dollars per listing per month or something in that range it's like, it depends on how many listings you actually have when you onboard yeah. with them so it 's mm-hmm. tiered like that you know if you have zero to fourteen if you have i don 't know exactly what the total you know, numbers are, but it, it gets cheaper the more you
1: bring yeah. oh, to yeah. them and then
0: the additional second tier of what they offer is a full twenty four hour a day messaging concierge where Mm -hmm. you can kind of take a back seat like let's say someone gets locked out in the middle of the night and they don't know where the key is they've lost the key there is somebody who is available 24 hours a day to answer those messages rather than you finding out about it in the morning or you know trying to mitigate it at 1am if you just so happen to be awake you know things like that this is This is something I'd love to do long-term is to, you know, do that 24 hour a day concierge. But for now I'm looking at other solutions for that because it's, it's a, it's definitely more expensive. I think for the tier that I'm in, it would be $125 per listing per month to do the full technology platform and the 24 hour a day concierge.
1: Yeah, We can talk, but I, we can get that down. I I have the full one, but I don't, I don't pay that much, but it is expensive. So that's why, yeah, that's expensive.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But obviously to the guests, right? Listening it's because it does a lot of stuff, right?
1: It's not, and and quite frankly, you don't, you don't need it until you, I would say you don't really need that until you hit like 10 listings. I was going to say
0: 10. I agree completely. Totally. Because it is
1: more expensive. And the one that I always recommend to newer folks with up to 10 listings is like smart B B. We use that forever. Yes. Great.
0: I'm switching actually. I'm as soon as this, as Guesty is completely set up, I will be, you know, canceling my smart B&B subscription. Cause it's like, you know, paying yeah, for the same thing both. twice. Um, but I love smart B and B I'm actually mm-hmm. having difficulty letting them go. Cause I love them so much. So yeah, I definitely highly recommend smart B and B as well. If you're, if you're still in that 15 or 10 or less range. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, cool. Um, Any other tools that are helping you run your business, whether it's certain types of locks or any other kind of technology to help you run and automate your business that you want to share?
0: Hmm. I was using properly for a while for cleaner uh, Mm -hmm. accountability, but I found that um, I didn't really like it as much. I liked more of the, the system I have now that I've created. I actually liked a little bit more. Um, I think that's really all I'm using right now as, as I'm bringing on guestie anything that I I have been using is going to end up getting uh, canceled because I think guestie is going to just do it all.
1: Hmm. What are you using for locks?
0: Uh, It depends. It depends on the owner and their comfort level. Uh, I think at some point I'm probably going to have a requirement for what I want them to be using and that they have to opt into that.
1: We streamlined ours. Everybody what, gets what do, what do you use?
0: What do you use?
1: So we use the Yale Assure Z-Wave locks mm-hmm. because they integrate with Lynx, which integrates with Guesty, and it's all tied in. So that's gotcha. a non-negotiable. So for my previous clients, I ate the cost, and I paid for the new locks. For the new mm-hmm. clients, that's an additional onboarding fee. Between that, the Noise Aware,
0: noise uh, aware. Ring oh.
1: security cameras. Yes um yeah i love noise aware those guys are awesome i was just they out are. there at their headquarters a couple months ago and uh, mike how much really is that cool package guys.
2: for your for your owners so when you charge them that what are you charging them like is that a f- flat fee no i don't charge them a flat fee a- i just
1: i get their card and i just order everything off their card
0: and what does that usually come to for a total
1: so call it the ring doorbell camera that we use is 200 bucks and then i get an extra battery for 30 so it's what 230 the noise aware now because I have so many with them, I do like a monthly subscription. But I think it's usually like two hundred bucks. Um, but anybody listening, uh, if you use code STR secrets, you get fifteen percent off, um, and then it's like a hundred bucks a year for their like monitoring.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: then for the locks, they're about two hundred bucks, and then you need a Samsung hub, so it's probably six to seven hundred bucks for all in. But I yeah. want to do a deal without it because I like to Danny's point she's trying to create a system I've built a system and if it doesn't if it breaks my system I don't want it because it it just causes manual work so Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. yep. yeah so we're, I'm still working on getting that um all that upfront stuff I might you know the onboarding of the property having a system that is a non-negotiable um because I agree with you it's going to alleviate a lot of long-term issues and it's worth every penny yeah 100% worth it for security purposes, for being able to sleep at night, um, and all these other reasons.
2: That's awesome. I agree. Um, Danny, what do you see your business going for this year? Like, what's the goal? This year? Yeah. <laughs> like- I mean, you can tell me. You can tell me the like lifetime goal, and then the this year, because that's another conversation, right? That I'm really curious with uh, larger and I'll, I'll consider us like medium to larger size operators for the Airbnb space right now. Mm-hmm. Um, where the are we going with it? Like where, <laughs> yeah. like, what is this business? Like, are we going to eventually like sell the business? Like what is our, are we just going to grow into like massive hospitality slash management companies? That's kind of like what I want, what I, at least what I think I want is to grow into like a hospitality management company. Um, so we're, what is your like one year goal and where is that like 2020 vision kind of going?
0: So this year my goal is to double my business. So I've set myself a goal of 3.5 properties a month and I've, I have hit my goal already so far. Like for each, for each month I have actually, it was really scary when I wrote the goal. I was like, Oh God, 60 units, 60. Well, I guess it'd be, it would be 64, but I'm like, what? who wow what like oh. and then it just started hitting me like they they were just coming at me and i was like oh wow no like you manifest this you put it out there and it just starts coming at you man like be careful what you wish for be careful what you write down as a goal if you're not ready it's going to you know and you really want something it comes at you so um that's that's the goal for 2020 Mm-hmm. And then long-term goal, uh, I think I have a very – it's similar to what you were saying. I, I want – and this is kind of crazy and, like, really out there, but I, I want to have an international brand that sets a new gold standard for this industry that, like, innovates it and changes it and mm. basically writes the, you know, the story for what vacation rentals look like in 10 years.
1: Mm. I love that. I love that (laughs) big man. Don't, don't settle. I love that.
0: (laughs) That's what I want. That's what I'm going for. That's
1: awesome. awesome.
0: It feels really big to say it's, it's, it's intimidating, but you know, but every morning I sit down and I have, you know, my 10 year vision in front of me, my five year and my 10 year. And I like meditate on these things and what that looks like and, you know, and finding the right people who will invest in me and finding the right people who will help me get there and make that happen. And it, you know, the people who will, who have the brain for the systems required to make that even, you know, a reality. So, (laughs) yeah.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. I'm very proud of you from like what I know of you and what I know your journey has kind of begun. I'm definitely, definitely proud because I think at the beginning, like I've, we, we probably haven't spoken a year or so, maybe yeah. Two.
0: I, I was gonna
2: say a year, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's just awesome.
0: Thank but you, you can tell,
2: right? I think like we, it's all all investors, right? And I mean, it's we get good at seeing potential, and then you start seeing it in properties, but then you also start seeing it in like people. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and we too, that was always kind of evident. You know, so yes. it's it's Thank just you. yeah, good stuff. I really um, appreciate that. Yeah. So, what do you think? is the number one secret to making a short-term rental business successful and what do you think could be the number one thing that makes people not successful
0: i have to tell you that it's getting clear on what you really want mm-hmm. um it is getting clear like crystal clear like down to the very like the nittiest, gritty as you could get a good planner like i can't say enough good things about the Rich Life Planner. I don't. It's a shameless. Like I'm. I'm not. I don't get anything out of plugging it. No, but like I, I absolutely. Love, I love
1: Maddie. We I love Maddie.
0: I love that planner. And I sat down at the beginning of the year and I filled out the whole thing. I took like six hours and I just sat with it. And every single day, it is my opening procedure and my closing procedure to sit with that planner. Mm-hmm. And to sit with my calendar and, my, and all of my platforms and all my systems and to open my business. We're open for business. And then at the end of the day, I don't care if that's 2 a.m., I close my business. And I make sure I know what I'm doing tomorrow without a doubt. I know what I'm doing next week without a doubt. And that includes personal goals and business goals and team goals. And I know exactly what I'm going to ask everybody to do tomorrow in no uncertain terms and what I'm going to ask of myself. And I just, I look at my you know, planner at the end of every day and I say, okay, what did I do of the, of the big things and the small things that I, I said, these were non-negotiables for today. Did I do them? And if not, I need to get them done tomorrow. Why didn't I get that done? That's going to roll to tomorrow, but it's not going to roll to the following day. So that's, I think if you want to do this, there's so many details that go into running this. You don't like details be a long term rental landlord because this is a this is a monster like this industry it's it's just it requires so much determination and so much drive and so much commitment and so much it's it's you kind of have to sacrifice a lot in the beginning to to feel like you're getting anywhere like Mm -hmm. you have to put so much of yourself on the back burner which again not a good idea i don't i don't recommend putting your whole life on the back burner but I know that I have, and I'm now striking the balance with, with all this planning, everything I'm planning every day in the beginning and the end of the day, I'm able to work in the personal aspects of my life that are required in order to feel whole um, because I'm committed to being a planner now.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and and, sorry, go Mike.
1: I was just going to say, I I just want to echo, I make, the first thing I make all my students do is write down their why. Like, why are you doing this? And What do you actually want? Because like, you know where you're going. So you're okay with putting in a bunch of hours because you're building a business. But some folks, they just, they want to own a house in Disney that they can use when they're there. And then they rent it out they make some money and it's simple and it's easy. Maybe they want one to two, three, four, five listings. And it's very simple. Yes. Like you get some systems, you can manage it in a few hours a week. It's simple. But if you want to build a business, just like any business, you have to know where you're going and you have to be willing to put in the time to build the infrastructure and the teams and the systems.
0: Yes. So and you I can learn that. all, you can learn all that you need to learn about where you you know, what systems you need to implement, how to build a website, how to get the supplies that you need at a good price, how to, you know, how to schedule cleaners, et cetera. But if you can't sit down and commit to planning, it, this is, this is a difficult business. You have to commit to the planning side. And
1: mm-hmm. that's what I
0: think that's been my, my jumping off point to the majority of the success I've had is like being able to say, you know, I got out of bed at, 530 in the morning and I sat down and I opened my business and then I closed my business when I was done.
2: Yeah. I've never heard that put like that, but I, I really, really like it. Thanks. Really like it. Um, so yeah, just want to be mindful of your time. We're just right on top of the hour. So I don't know if Mike, do you have any more questions? Is there anything else? We want? To yeah. Just the
1: one thing I just wanted to echo a second question. Cause I don't know if we actually got into it, but what do you think holds most people back, especially for somebody new that just mm-hmm. wants to, Try it out.
0: Gosh, there's so many things that could happen, but not to sound like a broken record, but I, I do think that it, it really comes down to being able to use your time wisely. Um, and if you, if you don't make the time for this, you're, you're gonna fall behind. It's going to become too much. You're going to feel totally overwhelmed by everything. Because uh, when people start coming at you saying, hey, where's that? Didn't you say you were going to do this? Oh, wait, um, I was expecting that from you. Um, the plumbers needed here. The electricians needed there. Those guests aren't are, you know, expecting you to show up at this time. You, know, you need to be able to say that you've given yourself the, the time and the, the mental and emotional and physical space for all of these things. If you let those things override you, it's setting yourself up for failure because people can't can, humans cannot do this this level of, of multitasking and detail oriented work without being able to have some level of planning um so not to sound like a broken record but i really do think it comes down to that like you know you can totally get lost and drowned in these details but if you're a good planner you can overcome that 100 hmm. percent.
2: there was uh, one of my teachers in high schools um i think it was one of my teachers in high school i've been my dad I don't know. Anyways, um, he used to say, (laughs) in life, you always got to plan the work and then work the plan. Mm -hmm. And that's where all of it is. You know what I mean? It's just because we're not telling any of our our listeners that this is where you need to go. Like, we don't want you to have 32 units. Also, because if we all have 32 units, it's going to be very competitive. So please don't just have one. Yeah. So there's more for all of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just one. The market's I'm fine with that. everybody having thirty. I don't
0: mind.
2: <laughs> no, no, just, just, just one. You can give the rest of me and Danny. if yeah. you're Coming to Florida we'll That's just, right. We're gonna split Florida in half.
0: That's right. She takes you the take upper the south. Yeah. and I'll take the north. There you go.
2: We got it. But yeah, you can do it. But as long as you have the clarity of what your plan is,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you can implement it to however large or small of a degree that you want.
0: Yes. But yes. just
2: just kind of plan it.
0: And I think, you know, another quote that I love that I look at every single day is show me your habits and I'll show you your future. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That one is like so profound, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you, if you can work on what your habits are and nail them every day, Mm
1: -hmm. you can have anything. whether it's in this business or any business, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I love that. That's so good. So Danny, where can folks uh, learn more about you and your business and, and get in touch with you?
0: So, I don't think I even said I own Euphoria Vacation Homes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) My company. Um, And so, Euphoria Vacation Homes, we provide elevated euphoric experiences, five star experiences. And uh, Mm. you can find me on Instagram at Euphoria Vacations, Euphoria underscore vacations. Uh, You can find me on Facebook at Euphoria Vacation Homes. Um, we are actually in the middle of having our guesty website built, so I have I'm in transition there, but we'll we'll update that information on your podcast when that's all uh, that link is ready. And uh, I'm Danny Fatizi, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well at Danny Fatizi. Actually, I think it's it's Danny Bay because I think I'm cute on Instagram. Lol. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's how you can find me, and if you can email me at Danny fattizzi at gmail.com that's d-a-n-i-f-a-t-t-i-z-z-i at gmail.com awesome
2: and you guys should definitely go see Santa And is also I believe the oldest city in the U.S. in the it?
0: U.S. it is yeah. I know people don't realize that but it is it's, yeah. it was the first we have the fountain of youth so come here and visit and yeah. stay in one of my vacation rentals
2: <laughs> yeah you have to there's no other place for any of our <laughs> Listeners, the only option That's for St. Right. Augustine is one of the euphoria homes.
0: That's right.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you.
0: Thank you. This, was, was, fun. this was fun. This is fun. This is really yeah. fun. You know, it's it's always fun to kind of reminisce on where where you were and
1: mm-hmm. where you
0: how far you've come. So thank you guys. This is really awesome. I appreciate you very much. Thank you. All
1: right. Thank you. Bye.